I was led to uh, the opening verses of, uh, of the book of Genesis about the creation uh, for this service, partly because uh, a number of us are reading through the whole of the Bible following Soul Survivor, and it starts with that. And then that passage hit the news this week as Stephen Hawking made a, an announcement that we don't need God um, uh, for the, the creation. It's not a new statement, it's uh, hundreds of years old, but it, um, uh, it, it caught the news. This is what he said. The Big Bang was the uh, result of the inevitable laws of physics and did not need God to spark the creation of the universe. Now, it's an interesting turn of phrase, because he made two mistakes, really, in that. I don't know how I dare say that he made mistakes, but I dare. He talked about the creation of the universe, and if you don't believe in a creator, it's an odd phrase to use, the creation of the universe. He also talked about the laws of physics, and if you don't believe in a lawgiver, then it's an odd phrase to use. And uh, it's, uh, it's in- interesting as, as uh, people have been uh, looking at this, I don't know if you've been following it in the news, that uh, a number of people have said a number of things. This is what um, uh, somebody said in the, in the Times, uh, the rabbi, Lord Sachs, there is a difference between science and religion. Science is about explanation, religion about interpretation. Science takes things apart and see how they work, Religion puts things together and see what they mean. They are different intellectual enterprises. But I think also that the more we discover about God's word, world, the more we see how his word is right. And there's lots of Christian scientists who do believe in creation, they do believe that God made it. And uh, one man, Ray Comfort, has wrote a book Um, uh, just really criticising atheists for not looking at the evidence, not being scientific. His book is entitled, You Can Lead an Atheist to Evidence, But You Can't Make Him Think. (laughs) Which is just an interesting uh, take. Now, there's lots of debate that we could have uh, about this, which I'm not going to have, but I think it's appropriate, therefore, to hear uh, some of the opening verses from, uh, from the Bible. And Colin is going to read those. He's going to read the beginning and then jump to a little bit later on. This comes from Genesis chapter 1, verses 1 to 5, and then 20 to 28. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Now the earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. And the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. And God said, Let there be light. And there was light. God saw that the light was good, and he separated the light from the darkness. God called the light day, and the darkness he called night. And there was evening, and there was morning, the first day. And God said, Let the water teem with living creatures, and let birds fly above the earth across the expanse of the sky. 
So God created the great creatures of the sea and every living and moving thing with which the water teems, according to their kinds, and every winged bird according to its kind. And God saw that it was good. God blessed them and said, Be fruitful and increase in number, and fill the water in the seas, and let the birds increase on the earth. And there was evening and there was morning the fifth day. And God said, Let the land produce living creatures according to their kinds, livestock, creatures that move along the ground, and wild animals, each according to its kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals, each according to its kind, and it was so. God made the wild animals according to their kinds, the livestock according to their kinds, and all the creatures that move along the ground according to their kinds. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make man in our image, in our likeness, and let them rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air, over the livestock, over all the earth, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God he created him. Male and female he created them. God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fish of the sea and the birds of the air and over every living creature that moves on the ground. Thanks be to God for his word. And uh, I don't want to get into a big debate about creation and science and religion. We've not got time for that today. But I do just want to touch on made in the image of God. What does that mean? Does it mean physical? I've already mentioned about um, uh, babies being uh, the image the spitting image, we sometimes say, of, uh, of their parents. By the way, do you know where that phrase comes from, spitting image? Uh, you'd have thought it's not spitting image, but splitting image, wouldn't you? That would make more sense, perhaps. If you split a piece of wood, perhaps it's the same. But apparently it does come from spitting image. And one of the early references in 1689, it says, Poor child, he's as like his own dada as if he was spit out of his mouth. And that's where the phrase comes, a spitting image. And, uh, but it, it's obviously not physical. We aren't, don't look like God. But it's something uh, more spiritual and, uh, and perhaps a moral awareness. What does that mean? Well, I've got two illustrations that might help us. The first is of a coin. Let's see if I've got a coin. Poor ministers, of course, but... Um, Yes, yes, I've got a penny, yes. And, uh, and on it, it's got an image of the queen, the image of the monarch. And uh, so this is made in the image of the monarch, okay? And, uh, and this was made and then distributed, and we've all got coins. And those uh, go anywhere where those, uh, those coins go. 
And sometimes they're used for good purposes, sometimes they're used for, the, for perhaps bad purposes. There's no control from the monarch as to how they're used. The other I- illustration of image is from a mirror. And this mirror is different. There's only an image if you're in the right place. Brian, what can you see? Okay, so it has to be in the right place. What can you see now? Yes. What can you see now, Brian, in the mirror? Nothing. It has to be in the right place. The mirror and you have to be in the right place to see your image. And as I hold it here, some of you may be able to see your image. There's two illustrations of of image which perhaps help us to think of the image of God. The first is the coin. And I've got some old coins here. Not very well kept. This one is from 1939. Quite an old coin. This penny, I think, is 1797. Sort of a. And uh, there's another one here, this halfpenny, 17 something or other, 200 years old. Who knows what they've been used for? And, uh, and the, the monarch had no control. And that's like us. We're all made in the image of God. But God doesn't control us. We can live our lives for him or live our lives not for him. That's our decision. But we're still made in the image of God. And we're still loved by him. That's his promise. But the other illustration is of the mirror. And there, we need to be in the right place to actually know that image and for that image to be real. And and you could say that we have to be close to God to know his image in us and to be truly human. And God is there. This is his promise. And he holds up the mirror, if you like, Steve, what can you see? Your feet, yes. It's not quite in the right place. And, uh, and you perhaps need to move. I won't get you to do that because I'd mean lying on the floor. But perhaps we need to move and, so that we're in the right place so that God can meet with us and we can know his image. If we're a long way away, what can you see, Adam? Ron, Yes. If we're a long way away, it's harder. We need to come closer. And what we're about to do now, I'll just share with you those two ideas of the image of God. There's, there's more that we could say, but we're running short of time. And uh, what we've got now is an opportunity in communion just to come close to God, to, if you like, see our image um, uh, with God and to our true image. And I'll explain what we do, and you don't have to take, you can take or not take. But uh, as we 
sing our song, next song, and the children are invited back in, then uh, just prepare ourselves to uh, think about what I've said and how the image of God can still be real in our lives and can be even more real as we come close to him.